today. He still loves you today. And he will love you forevermore. He says that you are more than a conqueror yesterday. He still holds true today. And it will still be true forevermore. It doesn't matter what your experiences are. Whatever he has told you, it remains the same forevermore. If he says, I will never leave you, I will never forsake you, it's true yesterday, it's true today, and it will be true forevermore. If he says you are more than a conqueror, it is true yesterday, it is true today, and it is true forevermore. Notwithstanding your experience, notwithstanding your circumstance, Notwithstanding whatever issues you are facing, God never changes. His word is the same. And it will be the same for you in every area of your life in the name of Jesus. Can you worship him one more time? Just give him praise. Just give him praise. Father, we love you. We give you praise. Holy Spirit, take charge in Jesus' name. Amen. Can we appreciate God as we have our seats? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You know, I'm not supposed to be wearing this Agbada. I'm not really supposed to. I'm not a Agbada person. <laughs> Praise the Lord. But when I saw my resident pastor in Agbada this morning, I said, no way. <laughs> this Agbada... <laughs> Praise the Lord. You know, it was a very powerful message. If you are not here in the first service, I will advise that you get the message. You listen to it over and over again. Such a wonderful first service. Can we appreciate God one more time? Can we give God praise? <laughs> Hallelujah. Okay, so uh, we'll be talking about, there's a new series that we're starting, and it's called Indomitable. What do I call it? Indomitable. Okay. So I will want us to read some scriptures. We'll read it together. We'll read it K, uh, King James. Then we'll read um, TPT. That's um, 2 Corinthians 4. I'm going to start. We are going to start from verse 7 to 9. 2 Corinthians 4. We'll start from verse 7 to 9. We'll read together. So but we'll read the two translations. We'll read the first King James. Then we'll do the words, the TPT. Projections. So are you guys ready? Okay. Are we ready? Okay, one, two, three, go. But we have these treasures in 18 vessels that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. Verse 8. We are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted but not forsaken. Cast down, but not destroyed. Praise the Lord. Can we appreciate God for that scripture? <laughs> Hallelujah. Then we are going to read the TPT. The, there are so many powerful translations. Easy, the easy translation, the NLT. But let's just do TPT. Are we ready? One, two, three, go. We are like common clay gems that carry this glorious treasure within so that the extraordinary overflow of power will be seen as God's and not ours. Eight. Though we experience 
every kind of pressure, we are not crushed. At times, we don't know what to do, but quitting is not an option. Nine. We are persecuted by others, but God has not forsaken us. We may be knocked down, but not hurt. Hallelujah. That's powerful scripture. Praise the Lord. Now, it's indomitable. We are indomitable. Indomitable. Praise the Lord. <laughs> when we talk about indomitable, that stops, I remember. <laughs> Pastor Jethro, I won't, I won't talk much. You know, the victory games we did. Which, which house is the indomitable house? <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> And you know, we also have what we call indomitable lions of Boko. <laughs> that's for those of you that don't play football. That's a club in the Nigerian league. So, but that's not what we are talking about. We are talking about the indomitable lion of the tribe of Judah. The person that never lost a battle and will never lose a battle. Praise the Lord. So when we talk about indomitable, what do we mean by being indomitable? To be indomitable means to be unbeatable. It means to be what? Unbeatable. It means you are unbeatable. You are unconquerable. You cannot be what? Conquered. You are unstoppable. You are what? Unstoppable. You cannot be defeated. And you cannot be what? Subdued. That is what it means to be indomitable. And that is who you are. You are indomitable. You cannot be destroyed. You cannot be conquered. You cannot be defeated. Praise the Lord. Your experience might not see, say the things I'm saying. And that is what we are going to do in this service. We are going to look at it. Though your experience might not tally with some of the things I'm saying. But at the end of the service, you will know how to make sure you do what? You manifest that indomitable quality that is already inside of you. Praise the Lord. You cannot be depressed. You cannot be conquered. You cannot be stopped. You are resilient. Praise the Lord. When you set your heart to do something, by the special power of God, you can achieve it. You can make it happen. Praise the Lord. And that is who you have. It's important for you to understand the person that you have. You are indestructible. No matter the challenges that you are facing, you will overcome those challenges. No matter how long you have been in that situation, it is just a matter of time. You will come out triumphant in the name of Jesus. Why am I so sure? Because we have experiences of people that have gone through situations and they have come out on top and better and they have come out with testimonies. So your case is not different. Your case is not what? It's not different. There's nothing you are facing that people have not faced before. There's no circumstances that you are in that people have not been in that circumstance. And they have done what? They have come out victorious. So I believe that you are coming out victorious. I believe that you are coming out as a champion. Because the Bible says that we are more than conquerors. The Bible says that if God be for us, who can be against us. Praise the Lord. The Bible says that whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. Praise the Lord. 
So you are an overcomer. That is your DNA. That is the person you are made to be. You are made not to be overcome. You are made to what? To overcome. You are made not to be dominated. You are made to be indomitable. You are made to be unstoppable. No matter that challenge, you've been going for that contract. It hasn't happened. Go back again. When you have indomitable quality, you are unstoppable. There is no quitting. You tire the devil out. When the devil sees you, the devil knows that this guy doesn't give up. Praise the Lord. When they talk about somebody that can persevere, that is who you are. You can persevere. You can stay long enough to make sure that that miracle comes into what? Into manifestation. That is the way God made you. That is the way you were created. And that is the way you were what? You are phantom. You know, I remember many years ago, um, you know, when we yeah, okay, we are seeing, we are seeing, we are seeing, this is, praise the Lord. You know, uh, I, I want to have a pastor him. I, all, all the period during the eight years where there are challenges, you know, our mama was, you know, she wasn't, um, the baby was, was not coming then. Praise the Lord. It did not stop the work of God. Praise God. It was even later when she was sharing the testimony that we knew that the thing that happened before they came to church. She was still being in church in the morning with the same energy, the same zeal, the same making sure that everything is going well. And she had such, you know, some time when we had, when she now shared the testimony, we'll not be looking at, and all these things was going on and we didn't know. Why? Because she did not carry the problem on her face. And she knew that it was just a matter of time. They say tough times don't last, but tough people do. And that is the quality of what? An indomitable person. Praise the Lord. Even in the midst of the storm, in the midst of the challenges, you couldn't see it. She wasn't a pity. Nobody was pitying her. Nobody was saying, Pastor, sorry. Because the face does not give you room for her to be pitied. Praise the Lord. And that is what we are going to look at today. How to make sure that even in spite of whatever you are going through, you see light at the end of the tunnel. You know that, 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 that they, 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 there might be pain during the night, but joy comes in the morning time. And I want to announce to somebody that your morning time has come. They said the afflictions that you have is just for what? It's just for a moment. It just, it's not meant to be forever. Praise the Lord. Whatever situation you are going through, enough is enough. You have come to the end of that challenge and you are coming out on top. You are coming out better. Now, I should not come out better. I should not come out stronger. A ministry has been battered because of that challenging time. Praise the Lord. There will be challenges. If I tell you there won't be challenges, I will be lying. Praise the Lord. There will be challenges. Eh? You are here. You have never, you soft life. You know, it's we like some good, good words, soft life, soft life. Forget it, oh, you still there. <laughs> Praise the Lord. There will be challenges. Praise the Lord. But we say that challenges are the what? Are the breakfast of champions. You see, there can never be a victory without a battle. There can never be a crown without a war. Praise the Lord. You need to fight to win. There is no winning when there is no fighting. Praise the Lord. 
So when you look at challenges, there should be things that should encourage you to know that you are what? You are moving to your next level. You know, Bishop Edepo used to say that, he said a strong opposition is an evidence of your strong position. Praise the Lord. That you are heavily opposed, it means that there is something in you that the world wants to what? Want to resist from coming out. And I want to tell you that they are failed. They cannot resist you. Your light is shining. You are winning and you are coming out on top. You see, all the trials you are going through, a time will come, you will not remember them again. They will try to, rem- will try to remind you of all the sufferings, but you will be in so much enjoyment that you cannot even remember them. You cannot remember when you cannot have uh, three breakfasts. You can't remember that time again when there's no money in your account. You won't remember those periods when you used to trek from Second Rainbow to First Stack. You will not remember. You will not remember those times when, when you come to church, going home. You don't even know how you will get home. Those are trying moments. But the time is coming. Those things will be forgotten. Those things will not be remembered. Because God will have lifted you. The Bible says that he lifted the poor from the dust. He lifted the world, the poor from the dust. He did not just lift them. He lifted them up. And he set them among the princes to rule. I'm telling you that your time to be set up has come. To be set up in high places. In the mighty name of Jesus. I'm an example of time moment. Praise the Lord. You know, we can talk about it for years. We can, you see, we have series of them. You know, we only tell you the common ones that, you know, you have talked. But there are so many of them. But what we've always known is that at the end of every trying moment, we always enter into a world in, in a higher level, face of victory. Praise the Lord. Now, I remember there is this one I'm going to share with us. I, I worked in the bank for 10 years. I've shared it many times. You know, but it's always a blessing to people when we talk about it. Praise the Lord. I worked in the bank for 10 years. I had my CIBN. Uh, I think I was also doing my MSC then. So, so it's like I'm on what they call a fast track. I entered as a management trainee. Okay, I first entered as a contract staff, but I was converted after six months and now became a management trainee. So after 10 years... And so one spirit just came upon me that it's time for me that I should leave the bank. You understand? So I prayed, I prayed, I prayed, I prayed, and I felt, okay, yes, let me just leave. It's time to leave and everything. And, um, you know, so there's what we call gratuity, you know, something you are entitled to after you have spent some number of years. So I've calculated my gratuity, and it's come up to a particular amount in the millions. So I was like, you know, you know, planning now. So I've planned that, okay, at least. This thing can last me for some months and all that, you know. So I submitted my resignation letter against a lot of resistance from my parents, you know, people that knows me, that ah, even my colleagues, my boss in the office, that why would you leave the bank? You are doing well and everything and everything. I shall have left. I submitted my resignation letter. And, you know, when I submitted, they now gave me my letter of entitlement after leaving. These are the things I'm entitled to. No, and lo and behold, all the entitlement that I earned after 10 years was 50,000 naira against my own calculation of what? Of millions. 
you know, I, I don't know what happened. I, I argued, I resisted, but I guess when I was doing my calculation, I did not factor some loans that I collected. So they took all the loans. <laughs> you understand? So even the 50000 I couldn't withdraw it from the account, you know? So, um, and I submitted the resignation letter. You know, I wanted to call, I have an uncle in HR in the bank. I wanted to call him, like, is it possible for me to retrieve back my... <laughs> so I've submitted it. So I, and I, I, that's how I entered what they call hard life. You know, people talk about soft like hair. So that, I entered into what we call what? Hard life. Before then, I've done a business plan for the business I'm going into. And the person that did the business plan for me collected 500,000 naira to do business plan. That is why anybody that meets me that they do business plan, I always look them with one kind of high these days. You understand? So I've made a lot of investment, a lot of stuffs, but I entered into the life, you know, I was just believing that I could manage myself. Um, but things were not going well. Things didn't go as planned. Praise the Lord. Things did not go as planned. The money wasn't coming. The business wasn't bringing money. I trekked everywhere. I've been to Ikorodu looking for business. I've been to Badagre looking for business. I've entered places that a normal human being should not enter just because I want to look for business. I've trekked all over Lagos. I did it. I will, in the middle of the night, I will, my wife will wake up. I can't sleep. Why would I be sleeping? Is it not somebody that things are going well that will be sleeping? I won't be able to sleep in the night. I will be praying. I'll be bombarding the gate of heaven. I'll be questioning God. I'll call God all kinds of names. I will question him. I will praise him. I will ask him why. I will say, yes, I understand. I was... So I was just trying to like, you know. So, it, and so to, uh, this happens, yes. It happens 2009. And so, so it's quite, and apart from that, I was in debt. Because I wanted to set up a business. So I collected money from these. I, I, I don't even know some things. I, I collected money from different people. So it wasn't as if I didn't have money. If it's just that you don't have money, it will have been something else. Abby. It wasn't that I did not have money. It's also that as I didn't have money, I was being pursued by serious, angry people. You know, I used to tell people then that if there's a knock in my house, I will enter the bedroom, bedroom. You know, there are some rooms that are inside. I will go inside, inside. Why? Because, you know, there may be police and everything. Somebody will come on my street. From the beginning of the street, he will be shouting my name. One of my best friends that I collected money from, from, he will not come to my house to shout my name. From the beginning, streets that they respect me, they call me. It will be, so, you see, those are challenging moments. Abby, is that not a challenging moment? From the beginning of the street. This is my friend, though. Good friend. But when money entered, the guy just changed everything. He just changed everything. I was surprised. Praise the Lord. Now, as if that was not enough, my kids, no money to pay school fees. I had to do what? I had to withdraw them from school and put the, place them out. So they were young then, so, but, you know, we took lesson teacher and we were paying the guy, was it 25000 or 20000 to be taking them. At a point, I couldn't pay the lesson teacher. I was even questioning what is he even teaching them? What is he? They are young people. What are you teaching? What are you teaching that me, a full-grown man with masters, I can't teach my children? I had to stop him. 
Praise the Lord. It was a ball. You see, during the challenging moment, I was still serving in church. I think I was uh, minister in charge of workforce then. I would still come and preach. I would still come and... My cars, which created me car. I sold all the cars. I sold cars. My properties in... Uh, I have properties in some places. House, built. I sold them, you know? I used to tell people, my auntie, when I sold the last property there, my auntie come, was telling me that, ah, we are too proud. We are too proud. See all these your problems. All these your challenges. That you are now, instead of you to relocate and come to Songo, you are still staying in Festac. You should come to like Songo, Idi Roko. You will find a house that is just small and small. You still want to stay in Festac. Who are you impressing? She started preaching gospel to me. I just told her. I said the affliction is for what? It's for a moment. That those things I'm selling. I told her that, that these things I'm selling, I will buy much more later. That was the word that came. You understand? Praise the Lord. But things began to change. What did I say? So what I want to tell you is that the affliction is for what? It's for a moment. No matter what you are going through, you will come out on top. You will come out better. Praise the Lord. The business was there. We just, you know, managing and, you know, talking to people, you know. And at the end of the day, things began to do what? Began to turn around. That's why I am convinced and persuaded that if God can do it for me, God will do it for you. I can tell you. I'm so sure about it. And it's not because I'm better. It's not because I know more. It's just because that God is God. It's just because that word, God is who he is. God is what? is who he is. Now, listen to this. Listen to this. God never gives up on you. It is you that gives up on God, and you give up on yourself. God never leaves you. It is you that abandons God. Praise the Lord. So God is a constant. He's always there. Even in the midst of the challenges, in the midst of the problems, God is also what? He's always there for you. And if you can trust him, I can tell you that you'll come out strong. You'll come out better. And you'll come out with testimonies in the mighty name of Jesus. Now, the situation changed. I got a good job. You know, things started happening. Money started coming. You started buying things. started buying properties. The business, I, I swore to God then that anything business, if you come with any business, I will look at you that you are possessed and you are from the pit of hell, that you want to, you know. So I have a phobia for business because I have to abandon the business. You know, if something is not working, it's not by force. God is the source. Uh, there are many resources. I cannot come and kill myself because of business. <laughs> Praise the Lord. God is the only source. God is the what? Only source. So, so if the business didn't work, I... I shall, you know, because it was like a slap that after you have said you had God, you had God. The business didn't work. You are now back into paid employment. Thank you. At least my children are eating now. I can send them to school. So what now happened in the middle of the old stuff? God did not just give me the work. But you see, after some years, God was not training me that look. Let me tell you, that business, you still do it. And you do it bigger and better. You understand? So in the middle of it, after working, after years, God gave me a business line. Praise the Lord. So as I am now, I did not only have a business that is working and is making some 
money, praise the Lord. I'm also working and getting well paid. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And that is what it means to be what? Indomitable. Indomitable means that, yes, there are challenging times. Yes, there are trying moments. But at the end of the day, you will do what? You come out on top. And you come out a champion. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So, what makes you indomitable? What makes you a champion? Is it because of your beauty? Is it because you are tall? Is it because you are muscular? Is it because of your background? Maybe your parents are, you know, you have a lot of parents that are well connected. Is that what makes you indomitable? What makes a man indomitable? What makes a woman indomitable? Is it because of the connections? Is it because of your physical looks? Maybe you, have, you, are, you are beautiful, you are tall, you are handsome, you have shoulders, you know, you have, you have you know, six-pack and all those stuff. But you can all attest to the fact that we have seen people that are broad-chested, muscular, but they are what? They are being dominated. They are living in penury. You have seen people that are highly educated, professors, but they are still what? They are wretched. They don't have any money. They don't have and they are running mad, even with all the knowledge that they have. We have seen people that come from good homes, but they are in the psychiatric hospital. So it is not because of all these outward features that makes you to be indomitable. What makes a man indomitable? Praise the Lord. The Bible says that greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. The Bible says that Christ in you is the hope of what? Of glory. So what I want to tell you, what makes you to be indomitable is the fact that God is inside of you. Can we appreciate God for that? So what makes you indomitable? It is who you carry on your inside. I want you to ask the person standing, sitting next to you, and tell them, who do you carry on your inside? I want you to tell them with some force, as if you are fighting them. Who do you carry on your inside? <laughs> and that's where the problem is. That's where the challenge is. Many people are not aware of who they carry on the inside. So we have a set of believers that they believe more on the God outside than they believe on the God inside. Praise the Lord. You carry the hell mighty on your inside. You carry the hell shaddai on your inside. Whatever cannot crush God cannot crush you. Whatever cannot defeat God cannot defeat you. Whatever cannot stop God cannot stop you. Whoever cannot refuse God cannot refuse you. Why? Because God is on your inside. God dwells in you. He said, you are my temple. I will live in you. I will walk in you. Praise the Lord. Now, the question is, are you aware of this? Are you aware that you carry God? Because what you are not aware of will not benefit you. It won't benefit you. And that is what makes you indomitable. That is what makes you a champion. That is what makes you unconquerable. 
it is because of the person. So it doesn't matter where you are from. It doesn't matter the background that you have. It doesn't matter the kind of mistakes you have done. It doesn't matter whether you have a third class. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter whatever disadvantages seemingly that you have on the outside. What is more important is that you recognize the fact that you have God on your inside and that you are never alone. So as you walk, you are a child of God. Your spirit has been reactivated. Your spirit is not just reactivated. The Holy Spirit now resides inside of you. Romans 8, I think 28, he said the spirit that raised Jesus from the dead, if that spirit also is inside of you, it will do what? It will quicken your mortal bodies. The Bible says that you have not received the spirit of fear, but you have received the spirit of power, of sound mind, and of love. That is who you are. That is who is on your inside. But the way the society is, which is very disturbing, is that the social media, everything in life, they, they help you to focus more on what is on the outside than to focus on what is what? On the inside. They make you feel you are not enough. And that is the whole plan of the devil. When you are on Instagram, you always see somebody prettier than you. You always see somebody with better clothes than you. If you are not careful, you start feeling that you are not enough. You start feeling you are not adequate. You start feeling that you need to do something extra to be qualified. You start feeling that you need to go an extra mile to be approved. Not knowing that you are already approved. You are already qualified. You are already stamped, approved by God. You don't need any other thing to be approved. You are already approved by God. And what makes you to be approved by God? Jesus has already died. You know, for God to stay inside of you, there was a lot of things that was done. And the work has been finished. He has died on the cross. He has resurrected from the grave. So that all these things he did is just for one purpose. It's so that you can be qualified enough to carry God on your inside. And you are qualified. You are approved by God. You are enough. You don't need any other thing. You don't need any makeup to make you enough. You don't need any, I don't know, the ladies. You don't need to do anything. You don't need to, 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 to do any, you know, you know the things you ladies do. If you do it, yes, you can do it. Doing it but you are not doing it to be approved. You don't need it for approval. You are already enough. You are already enough. You are already adequate. You are indomitable because you carry the hell shadow. You carry the king of glory. You carry the beginning and the end. You carry the Alpha and the Omega. You carry the Jehovah El Shaddai. Jehovah Rohi, the Jehovah Elohim. It stays on your inside. You are unbeatable. You cannot be stopped. You cannot be what? You cannot be stopped. So don't mind whatever the circumstances that is going on. It is just a word. A matter of time. It will not last. You will always outlast your challenges. You always do what? You outlast them. You outlast them and you will come out on top. Praise the Lord. So one of the things that helps you to be able to outlast them is, number one, you must be conscious of the God that you carry. That God is on your inside. You don't need to go anywhere to meet God. You already carry God. (laughs) Do you understand? You don't need to meet a prophet. You are already a God carrier. You don't need to beg for prayers. You don't need to be begging God and be slamming the gates of heaven and be coming with requests and be beggarly. 
God is already on your inside. You don't need to be filled with a sense of guilt, condemnation, and shame. You are already approved by God. You are already qualified by God. Your approval was not because of anything that you have done. It is because of what Jesus has done. It is because the job that Jesus finished on the cross of Calvary. That makes you qualified. That makes the gates of heaven to be opened unto you. And that is why Jesus said, I mean, they said, come boldly to the throne of grace. Come with boldness to a throne that is full of grace. So that you can receive mercy. And you can find all the grace that you need when you need them. Praise the Lord. The gates of heaven is open. The access is open. You don't need a middleman. You are indomitable already. You have God on your inside. You have access to God. You see, Bishop Oedepo, my papa, Pastor Kingsley, does not have more access to God than you have. You have the same access. It is just that they are more conscious of God than you have, than I am. That is just the difference. They are what? They are more conscious of God. They are more conscious of what God, who God is. That is just it. You don't need to be going to look for people. You see, if somebody cannot come and meet you on the road, a prophet will just come and meet you. You that you are indomitable, that you carry God on your inside. They will just come and they will give you one stupid prophecy that your enemy will die, something will happen to you, that one woman in the village is a person. Because they were able to tell you your phone number. Without you telling. You two will be shaking. It's because you don't know who you are. If you know who you are, nobody can tell you that you are going to die. You will tell them that that's not my portion. God said he will satisfy me with long life. You will always reject anything negative because you know that it's not meant for you. Praise the Lord. Do we understand that? Can we appreciate God one more time? Praise the Lord. So we need to have open eyes. We need to see. We need to see all the things that God has done for us. God is not going to do anything. He has already done it. You see, let me just round up with this story. I mean, it was shared during our IWOF, and it was very, I've not gotten over it, even up till now. That's, um, okay, Pastor, I can't remember, I'm trying to remember her name, Jack. Praise the Lord. You know, so they were talking about the, um, the servant of Elisha and the army of Syrians when they came. And the guy was very afraid. He was just like, he shouted, he said, Master, Master, the, the chariots of the Syrians is in Second um, Kings 6, 16 to 17. He was, he was afraid. He was scared because he saw the circumstances. It was not favorable. The armies were there and they were there to pick them, probably to kill them. So he has every reason to be what? To be afraid. He has every reason to, to give up and to be scared. And that's what is happening to most of us today. We are more conscious of the negative. We are more conscious of the things that are not working. You see, we have not yet come to a realization that all things work together in your favor. That everything has been arranged to favor you. The whole universe, the whole environment, it doesn't matter whether you are in Canada. It doesn't matter whether you're in U.S., U.K., or Nigeria. Anywhere you are, it's meant to favor you. The location does not determine your success. What determines your success is the fact that you are conscious of the provision that God has already made for you. Praise the Lord. 
He didn't see what Elisha was seeing. Elisha was seeing something else. And because Elisha was seeing something else, Elisha was calm and relaxed. Praise the Lord. And let us read it. Second Kings 6, 16 to 17. He said, And when the servant of the man of God was risen early and gone forth, behold, and also compared the city bow with horses and chariots, and his servant said unto him, Alas, my master, how shall we do? 16. And he answered, Fear not, for they that be with us are more than they that be with them. So, I want you to look at whatever situation you are, you are in. Everything working in your favor is much more than the things that are not working for you. I'm telling you. Everything working for you is much more. Much, much, much more. Much, much, much more. But what's the difference between the two people? What's the major, major difference? And this is the key. It is the key. If you can get it, it will change your life. The key is in that 17 that the man of God said. He said, and Elisha prayed and said, Lord, I pray thee, do what? Open his eyes that he may what? He may see. So everything you are going through is a matter of your perspective. It is what you see. If you see poverty, you will experience poverty. I don't know how we can tell you more. If you see lack, you will, you will experience lack. If you're a woman and you feel there are no right guys in town, that will be your experience. Your sight determines what you experience. It is not God. It is you. It is what you see. Praise the Lord. Is it, is it that it was when he prayed and his eyes were open that the angels arrived? No. The angels have always been there, but he did not see it. Many of you, you are living in poverty. You have no business being in poverty. But because you did not see abundance, you feel that the only way you can survive is to beg and to hustle, which is wrong. If you can see that all things have been made available for you. Just to see it. What you see, it is what will manifest in your life. Everywhere you go, if you keep seeing demons, keep seeing enemies, if you, if you come to your status, it is somebody that is doing you. You're always making, you, you have a victim mentality. And that is what plays out in your life. So you see some Christians, they die. Why do they die? It's because they have accepted things they shouldn't accept. Praise the Lord. I want to beg you this morning. See the right things. And how do you see the right things? It's in the word. You must stay on the word. What do I say? Stay on the word. And run from people that are negative people. There are some people on your counter, you should block them. They never share any good news. Everything they see, they're always showing you pictures of, we know that bad things are happening. I will pray for them. But I don't need that to pollute my heart. The Bible says, guard your heart with what? With all diligence. Diligence means hard work. Guard your heart with diligence. Because out of it come the word, the issues of life. What do you focus on? 
what you focus on becomes bigger. We know things are going wrong. Ever since I was young, in this Nigeria, things have been going wrong. I'm telling you, things have always been going wrong. Although dollar is not 1,000 when I was... <laughs> but things have always been going wrong. But in the midst of it, people are still building houses. So why not you? In the midst of it, people are still traveling to Dubai, traveling to Canada, going and coming. So why not you? Why not you? It is what you see. It is what you see. Choose to see abundance. Because there is abundance all around you. There is what? There is abundance all around you. There is abundance. There is money. You can never be stranded. You can never be what? In my house, that's a slogan. My wife, the way she would say it's gone, she said, I can never be stranded. And she has not been stranded. I have not been stranded. You can never. If the way block, God will open another way. If this one didn't work, there are many other ways that God has opened up. Many, 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 many. You cannot come to a situation where you don't know what to do. Where you'll be at the mercy of anybody. That is not your destiny. That is not the way God fashioned your life. You are a champion. You are a winner. All things work together for your good. The whole universe, they are at your mercy. Because that's the way God designed it to be. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Have you been blessed? Hallelujah. Can we appreciate God? Let us appreciate God. Let's appreciate God. Let's give him praise. Let's give him praise. Let's give him praise. Hallelujah. 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 I want to give somebody an opportunity here. We cannot be seated. If you are here and you are not born again, I would like to give you, I want to give you an invite. When we talk about to be indomitable, no, you need to be, you have to have God on your inside. So I want to give you an invite so that you can have God on your inside. You can be unconquerable. You can be unbeatable. You can be unbeatable. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. So many experiences. So many things that God has done in our lives. So many. So many. So many. You can be part of those champions. You can be part of the winning house. The winning family. If you are here, you want to give your life to Jesus. You want to accept him as your personal Lord and Savior. Just wave your hand and let me pray with you. It's a very simple prayer. But very powerful. Your life will never remain the same. Jesus will come into your heart. Your life will have a transformation. Just wave your hand. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to be born again. I want to accept Jesus as my personal Lord and Savior. Just wave your hand. Wave your hand to Jesus. Wave your hand to Jesus. Just let me see your hand. I want to see the person I'm praying with. I want to see the person I'm praying with. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Can we appreciate God one more time? Can we give God a big, big, big shout? Keep clapping for Jesus.